John O'Ben and Sharon. It is the edge, John O'Ben and Sharon uh, historic show. Not just, you know, Donald Trump meeting up with uh, Kim Jong-un. That's historic today. Our show's historic as well. Well, that is a fantastic crowbarring <laughs> in of an international topical event, Ben. And Please I don't take... ask me follow-up questions about why the show's historic. Just take my word for it without asking any more probing questions. Take the rest of the day <laughs> off. He's clocked life and thank radio. You. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Guy and Sam, you would have heard uh, our day show host. Historical be... event, would you say? Yeah, that is historical. <laughs> yeah. That's the big historical yeah, event. We We've locked away. Uh, two of our hosts, Sky and Sam, who do the day show. They're in a safe house at the moment, thanks to Burger King. If you find them, knock on the door, say, this is, is this the Edge safe house? You win 5K. If you can uh, drop a pin on theedge.co.nz uh, as to where you think they are, you can also win five grand. We're going to cross to the next. A lot of questions coming in about the logistics of two people stuck in a room. How does it work? What are they allowed to use? How often are they allowed to shower? When are they allowed to sleep? Are they allowed to eat? All this sort of stuff. Have you got anything that you want to ask Guy and Sam, maybe you can uh, trick them into thinking, trick them into asking where they are. They may give some clues. 0800 The Edge is the number. Yeah, we'll get to those calls next. We have some questions we want to ask them as well. Yeah, and this will be a, uh, this will be a historical set I of questions. it will be. Historical yeah. event. Yeah. It really will. <laughs> it is The Edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. The Edge Safe House. Fed by Burger King. Yes, Guy and Sam from the Edge Workday have uh, been locked in a safe house since Sunday somewhere in New Zealand. You can win $5,000 by being the first to knock on the door and ask, is this the Edge safe house? If you can't get there, another $5,000 up for grabs by dropping a pin on the exact location right now at theedge.co.nz. Forward to a bit of an AMA. Ask me anything with Guy and Sam who join us back. You would have heard them uh, doing the day show together. Boys, welcome. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Guys, welcome. Hello. Hello. The Dark Room. How's it it's going? It's actually that dark at the moment. It's quite bright. They've t- decided to turn up the lights. The interrogation lights are back, and it's <laughs> it's uh, unpleasant. So you haven't seen natural lights since Sunday night? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. No natural lights. Nothing. Because a lot of questions are coming in 3343 on the text, and you can keep up uh-huh. to date with everything at theedge.go.nz. The whole video is streaming there. Um... Have you looked out any windows? Do you have no? Any? They've been very uh, they've been very good with choosing this house because all of the windows are frosted glass. And and our room itself is like a self-contained room that they've made inside an actual house, so we don't have any r- windows up against our walls at all. There's some. All I can think of is there's some house owner uh, listening to this going, "Well, this was a very weird Airbnb customer." <laughs> yeah. Essentially, that's what it is. So one of the big questions that keeps coming through is, you guys are allowed your phones, but how do you not know where you are with the location services on your phone? Well, when when we got here, they took our SIM cards out of our phones and then they put a parental lock on the location services and the apps and all the internet things on our phones so that even when we access the internet... We don't have location services on and we can't locate it on, like, Google Maps or whatever, anything like that. Right. Wow, you've got parental locks. You're not allowed your phone. You're locked <laughs> in a room. You're, like, living the uh, the punishment of two 16-year-old boys. <laughs> we were given an allocation of one hour of PlayStation time tonight at 5 o'clock, so it is like we're being grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, you're so unfair! <laughs> you haven't seen the pins being dropped online? No, we've um, we got some feedback that there are some people dropping them off the coast of Mauritius. Yeah. Uh, somebody dropped a pin in Glasgow. Uh, so some people really missing the mark here. <laughs> well, only because the station would never have enough budget to send you over to Scotland or, or Mauritius. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. We're in a houseboat outside Mauritius. <laughs> send help fast. Hey, is it weird sleeping when you know there's cameras on you or do you guys get to the stage where you forget about the cameras? 
Oh, you. By, by the time we go to sleep anyway, you're just it's so exhausted you want to go to sleep. doesn't matter. Yeah. I, guys farted several times and is in his sleep already. You know. um, he snores horribly all night. Um, and I don't think he cares at all. I'm an exhibitionist. I'm an entertainer. I like to put on a show. I don't care if there's one person watching. I'll make sure that person is entertained. Uh, some other quick questions coming through. 3343. Three, three. Are you allowed to shower? Yes. One shower a day. Uh, Together. How often are you allowed to eat? Uh, three square meals that we don't really snack. Three to five meals a day. I've just been given a bag of chips, which I've hidden in our bag. What the hell? I love how Hi. guys like three meals and Sam's <laughs> three to five meals. because <laughs> Sam, Sam clearly keeps stealing my share I've of the I've got meals. the bed by the door and just siphon the food over my side. Oh, there's already bickering. There's already bickering going on. If you uh, if you want to find uh, track their uh, progress, theedge.co.nz. Hey, four o'clock, we'll join you guys again and uh, we'll set you a challenge. If you complete it, we will release another clue from the kidnapper as to where you could be okay. Sounds Excellent. good, boys. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the edge. The People's Court. Time to open that up when we take an issue from the people and to you guys, who are also people. Hey, we get your opinions. What we like to do is just have a lot of people involved in this segment. Leo, uh, Lauren, the plaintiff, welcome. Hi. Uh, defendant Richard, your partner of three months, joins us on the phone as well. This is the case of don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> Lauren, state the yeah. case. What's happened? Um, last Friday, um, a, Rich and I were going out with some mates, um, just out for dinner. He, when we were getting ready, he put on this shirt, and I hate this shirt. He always wears this shirt. He just looks, it's ugly. He doesn't look good in it. So I told him, um, could he put on another shirt? Right. And I picked out a shirt for him, and he put it on. Um, and then he told me that I couldn't wear the dress I was wearing because it was too short. Oh, oh so you don't want him telling you what you should be wearing? Yeah. But then you told you, him what, what to be wearing. The, the, the defendant, Richard, what do you want to say? Uh, well, it's 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 hypocr- hypocrisy. I can't say that word. Is that the right word? Hypocrisy? 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 Hypocritical? I like hypocrisy, though. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hypocritical. That's the word. Um, because, yeah, I'm getting told what shirt I can and can't wear. And then the second, it's the shoes on the other foot. It's, it's not okay. Yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from, but then uh, Lauren's claiming it's for different reasons. So I was upset about the shirt, so of course I'm going to come up with something <laughs> ab- about, the, about the dress. You know? So this was just a retaliation from the yeah. shirt remark, the initial shirt oh, remark. Sure. There's no way I would have been brave enough to, to, to pull the dress stunt had, had that not occurred, the shirt, the shirt fiasco. Okay, so Lauren, he's yeah. saying it's payback. You're saying you should be allowed to tell him what to wear. He can't tell you what to wear. He used the excuse of the shirt skirt was too short. Yeah. But he was really just wanting revenge for your initial shirt remarks. There was some truth in the that I was nervous. My friends, I didn't want them seeing her looking so good. <laughs> looking so good. Okay, good. <laughs> well, well put today. I, think, I feel like you put it better today than you, maybe you did the other day. Yeah. Lauren, I can see why you're with him. His confidence. <laughs> he, he attacks every situation with the confidence of a man who knows what he wants. <laughs> okay, so here's the question for the People's Court. Should you be allowed to tell your partner what they can wear? And if you say yes, is there different things you're allowed to to have an opinion on for different reasons? Like, yeah. You know, it's like a, on one case it's an ugly shirt, on the other case it's like a, a skirt that perhaps you ma- makes you 
seem a little bit more. See, I don't, I don't tell Jen. I don't tell Jen what to wear. My baby mum and Jeffy doesn't tell you what to wear. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Nothing. There's no one. There's no one putting, putting your stuff together each day. No, I'm a fashion guy. There's definitely no one. No one <laughs> running pointing on that. <laughs> All right, I went under the edge. Are you allowed to tell your partner what they can wear, Lauren Richard? Thank you for uh, airing your shame on the people's court this afternoon. Thank you. Juror number one, take it away. Um, I think that he shouldn't have told her because he was being mean about it, but she was just trying to help him look good. So. But she was saying his shirt was ugly, which is mean in the first instance. Yeah, but she just wanted him to look good in front of their friends, so it was like a positive thing, whereas for him, he just wanted to retaliate and be a dick about it. Yeah, well, he did say it was mainly based out of retaliation, right? Exactly. Jaden, juror number two, your thoughts on the case? Can you tell your partner what to wear? I reckon that's all right, because if she wants to have a say on what you're bloody wearing, then you should have a say on what she's wearing. If you want to wear your gumboots and uh, and your stubbies down in the pub, then you should be able to say, hey, that skirt is too short. It's bloody snowing outside, babe. What? But here's a, here's a question. If he had yeah. said the skirt was ugly, would he be on equal footing? Well, well, yeah, she said it. She doesn't like the look of his top. If her skirt was ugly and looked like I had a bunch of bloody flowers on it, then I guess he's in every right because if she's judging him, then he should be able to judge her. Like, she can't have it one way and, like, he not be able to do the same thing. I think it's fair as fair. Oh, listen, and uh, we cause no offence to the flower skirt wearing community either. I love some of my favourite skirts that have flowers on them. So thank you, Jaden. There we go. Jury number two. Oh, the People's Court, can you tell your partner what to wear? Hello. Um, you have to be willing to take it if you're willing to give it to him. Okay, so you're saying in this situation because she commented on his outfit, then she has to be prepared to take it back. Yeah, definitely. So you're saying if you slap the sparrow, no. you can't necessarily eat the parrot? Sure. <laughs> no, exactly. Knows what that My means. thoughts exactly. <laughs> I think Would you said it the other way around the first <laughs> time. You just changed your own saying. Would you agree if you eat the pumpkin, sometimes the is not for the taking? <laughs> I guess so. Exactly. (laughs) I echo the sentiments. Thank you very much. Well, there we go. 80% in favour and looking at the text as well. If you're going to dish it out, you've got to be prepared to be served the dish. Is that the right? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We almost had a couple of sayings in there, but not quite. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Time for big news from a small town. Now, uh, Ben, uh, big news from the small town today is going to take us to Ashburton. Uh, yep. It's about an indoor lawn bowls tournament. We're about to speak to the organiser of the tournament. The uh, indoor lawn bowls, this is not like tempin bowling, right? No, this is like indoor lawn bowls. <laughs> <laughs> lawn bowls, but indoors. Yeah, not right, they've done lawn. a They've done a pretty bang-up job of naming the sport. They have. And sort of getting a grasp of what it's <laughs> yeah, all about. Sorry, I'm sorry for the confusing question. And joining us now, organiser of the Ashburton Indoor uh, Lawn Bowls Association, Graham. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> no lawn bowls for indoor bowls. It's yeah. So it's not played on the lawn indoors, right? It's played on like mm. rolled up carpet. It's right um, on mats that are about no. twenty four feet long. Okay. Made of real grass? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so it's a, gra- a mat made of grass? No, they're artificial. <clears throat> so it's grass? No. <laughs> No grass at all. Why are you not grasping it, Why is it called lawn bowls? No, it's not called lawn bowls. We're called, we're called indoor bowls. <laughs> I'm indoor sorry bowls. about having bowls is the outdoor stuff. Yeah, so indoor lawn bowls. No, I thought it was temper no. bowling and now it's... <laughs> so you're bowling indoors? Yes. On, on a, on a, on on a, piece, of, on, on a piece of... Grass? 
No, on carpet. <laughs> it looks like grass. Does the grass? Does the carpet look like grass? No. Well, yeah, it's green. Graham? It's green. It's green. Yes. <laughs> so if I said to you I can grow indoor grass, would you take it? Uh, not for indoor bowls. No. <laughs> if I then said to you, if I then said to you, Graham. Mm-hmm. Let's make a new sport called indoor lawn bowls. <laughs> I can grow indoor lawn grass. They, they call that stadium bowls. Ah, they have a name for that. Stadium lawn bowls? Yeah. <laughs> you could call it that, yes. Uh, is, so, Graham, 900 people was uh, converged on Ashburton for the indoor bowls. Yep, over, over 900 people. And uh, good good day? Uh, no, it's a bit of a grey old day outside, but we're having a very good day inside. Nice and warm in here. And uh, is, it, is uh, Camilla there? Camilla? Camilla no. Camilla Parker Bowls? No, she has. She hasn't made up. Sorry. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> That's really stretching. What's your favourite band, Graham? The favourite band. Yeah. Is the Bowling yeah. Stones. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, if anyone wants to come along, Graham. Uh, free admission. Just come along to the EA Network Centre in Ashburton and walk in the door. Oh, very good. Well, enjoy. Uh... What? You don't even pay a thing. No, don't pay anything. Oh, jeez, Graham. That's Graham, great, how are you man. making any money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we charge the players to play. Ah, oh, there there. you go. He <laughs> didn't come down to the last year. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. Graham, give us your sign off for the big news, mate. Um, I think there's going to be a couple of um, couple of champions are going to defend their titles this year. Oh, very good. That's very vague information, Graham. <laughs> but I'm going to take it. Thank you very much for talking to us. Okay, cheers. See you, mate. Big news, small town. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. The Edge Safe House. Fed by Burger King. Guy and Sam from The Edge Workday. They're locked inside a safe house somewhere in New Zealand. You can win five grand by being the first person to knock on the door and ask, is this The Edge Safe House? You've got to do that between 7am in the morning and 8pm uh, at night. And if you can't get to the actual house, uh, $5,000 is also up for grabs by dropping a pin at the exact location, uh, theedge.co.nz, where you can see the video streaming of the guys. It's very, ver- you know, it's quite uh, voyeuristic. Yeah, it is all that, isn't, isn't it? it? So I feel dirty watching yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so, is this- this is taking me to a weird place on the dark web. <laughs> uh, now, Guy and Sam, of course, who are in the safe house, uh, the people that have taken them there have issued them a challenge. Uh, guys, uh, come on in from the safe house. What is that challenge again? Uh, the challenge is Jono and Ben have a mystery person on the line. You will get 30 seconds to ask as many questions as you want. If you figure out who it is, we will release a clue. Good luck. Love the kidnappers. I love the kidnappers. They've, they've got a, a nice touch, don't they? They've got a kind heart. Ending, they, they, they say do. that each time, but they're also dicks. Ending each they're time. not dicks. They feed us. They give us lots of things. Guy is just, you know, he's in a defiant mood at the moment where he's constantly slapping things out of their hands yeah. and just giving them a bit of a hard time. You guys he's are losing your minds them. in there. I, f- I feel for you. So let's try and get you another clue to hopefully get people one step closer to getting you guys out. These, ki- these kidnappers, they're the good guys of the kidnapping game. Okay. We have a mystery guest on the phone. Your 30 seconds to ask questions starts now. Are you female? Hello, Hello. mystery guest. Hi. All right. So we, oh. We'll start again. We'll start again. We'll start, no. again. We'll start okay, your time so again. No, sorry, we'll start your time again. And uh, your 30 seconds starts now. Mystery guest, are you a female? <laughs> are you on television? Who's asking the questions? <laughs> Both of us, Guy and Sam. Is it Susie Cato? I was going to say Susie Cato. Who is it? Susie Cato. Are you Susie Cato? Are you Susie Cato? 
Did you get that? I couldn't hear Guy at all. <laughs> oh, it's Susie. Is it Susie Kato? <laughs> Please, what? How did you get How it? did you guys do that? Because we were watching the elimination was... last night from the from the safe house, tears in our eyes. Were you guys asking any questions? Because I couldn't hear it. Oh, we asked you. We asked you three questions. Are you a girl? Are you on TV? And then we just went straight in for and Are you, you just Susie Kato? And, and we got it. They got it. <laughs> How did you get it though? Please, that's a ridiculous. It was just in our hearts. We wanted it to be you, and it just (laughs) came to be true. Can I just can I just say, Susie, that? That Chris Harris still being in the competition is an absolute travesty. What? You deserve oh, to be come there. On, hey, but no, Chris deserves to be there. Everybody deserves to be there. I deserve to be there. What happened? Everybody oh. apart from David Seymour. <laughs> oh no! Look, David deserves to be there too, man. He's getting the votes, and that's what it came down to. They didn't vote for me. Oh. Susie, do you think the ACT Party needs to do more dancing the next election? <laughs> I think all political party needs to do some dancing. Yeah. Right, crikey, loosen up a little. Okay, well, because Guy and Sam from the safe house, they guessed who you were. They get to open up a another clue for the audience to try and figure out where in New Zealand they are in the safe house. So open up that, guys. But you have the clue, Jono. Oh, it doesn't sound like any of you've got a clue. <laughs> Susie's just roasting us. <laughs> hey, Susie, a little less, a little less burning, mate. Sorry, sassy Susie. Okay, Susie. Here's the clue. Here's the clue. Well, who would have thought? You earned another clue. This one is visual. Find it at theedge.co.nz. Let me describe it. It's kind of grey, gravelly, something. Go see it for yourself. Oh, jeez. They are shocking clues. Mm-hmm. Susie, do you have any, have any idea where Guy and Sam could be? I have no idea. I certainly don't have a clue. <laughs> there you go. That's the next clue. You can uh, see all the clues at theedge.co.nz. Thank you very much, guys. We'll catch up with you very shortly. Susie, we are sad to see yeah. you go from dancing. Hey, me too. Me bloody, too. Bloody but, um, emotional farewells. Oh, yeah. Look, you put that much effort into into the dance and into the last 12 weeks and you bear so much of yourself and your soul. Um, yeah, you are going to shed a few tears. When you say you bear, yeah. you bear yourself, a lot of skin was showing from everybody. Yes. Di Henwood had, a, had an open shirt <laughs> for did, a whole yeah. show. I know. He rocked it, didn't he? he did. What happens after you're eliminated? Do you go backstage, get on the lash, start throwing <laughs> bottles around, abusing people? Well, do you know what happened is that um, we arrived backstage because we had to do a, a wee bit out in front of the cameras and bits and pieces, and everybody was gone. They had gone into a meeting with what is happening for this week. So Matt and I just quietly picked up our belongings. We headed off home. It was quite, it was quite sad. Well, that sounds like a bloody unceremonious farewell. Hey, but they, they, they were moving on. They they said, see you, see you later to Susie Kato, and they were moving on to the next challenge. <laughs> then I got out to the car park, had a bloody ticket on my car. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightmare. Oh, can you imagine it? Uh, oh, hey, well, Susie, all the best. Uh, well done on uh, putting yourself out there and uh, raising a lot of money for charity. Yeah, look, the Mental Health Foundation, I'm just so grateful for everybody that voted. Thank you so much. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, uh, we've got Bex and we've got Steph uh, from The Night Show. Bex uh, from the promo department, Steph from The Night Show. Having an argument at the moment over Sharon Casey, who is on maternity leave. The floor is yours. 
well, she's just hit 12 years today. Congrats, Sharon. 12 years at the edge, which is awesome. And really I'm... proud of you, Sharon. Good work. <laughs> good on you, Sharon. Bex is good, sucking good up work. right now okay. because a pizza has been delivered. Sal's pizza, yeah. Here to the Edge HQ. Thanks, Thanks Sal's pizza. <laughs> yeah. And it was a beautiful note saying congratulations, Sharon Casey, on 12 years at the Edge radio station. How did Sal know she's had 12 years of I think she put it on her social media today. Uh, yeah, no. that's how everyone And also, knows. he's a very smart man. <laughs> he's he's across everything. everyone's contract. <laughs> Sorry for your redundancy, pizza. So the pizza turned up. Um, this uh, pizza delivery guy said, is Sharon Casey here? Beck said, oh, she goes, Sharon's a bit busy, but just leave it here. We'll make sure she gets it. So the pizza delivery boy leaves it there, goes on his merry well, way. Well, Sharon's not here, of course. She's on maternity leave, right? She is busy. You're not lying. She's, she's busy till the end of July. She's a very busy woman, yeah. yes. But I did message her. I sent a, like an email to everyone at the edge saying, congrats on your 12 years of doing great shit for the brand. <laughs> Shaz, here's a pizza that we reluctantly accepted on your behalf. So reluctant. So and, reluctant. Um, and then we just all sort of went for it. We... Went for it. No, hang on. Yeah, I'll the, have you know, Steph walked straight up to the pizza. Yeah, well, and then you explained what the pizza was uh, all about, and then it was like, well, hang on. Well, no, I said, Bex, have you checked with Sharon? Because obviously she's at home, she's not at work. So I said, yeah, is, it, is, it, is it okay <laughs> by Sharon if we can eat her pizza? And by which Bex answered, I haven't actually asked. <laughs> freaking and out. Having I'm pizza. freaking out because now me, Finn and Lucy, we're girl Lucy, have all had a piece of pizza. So I've messaged Shaz saying, hey Shaz, you'll see my email. I'm now freaking out because people started tucking into the pizza. So I blamed other people. Just assuming you wouldn't come in and get it. If it's something you were going to pick up, come in and pick up, I will totally order you a new one. I'm freaking out. <laughs> So the 12-year memorial pizza <laughs> has been scoffed down by the office. Well, not all the office. Steph and I went over and then we walked away once we knew the situation. Oh, wait, out of the edge, are you allowed to eat a memorial pizza? <laughs> no! Yeah, no. Oh, and let's, let's try this out. Yeah, let's I try this out. Because so. I would love a piece, but I'm not going to do it, uh, respectfully. But he will only do it if he has the backing of the audience. Yeah, yeah. right. If the people want it to happen, then yeah. we can yeah. make it happen. If you get three calls that say, yes, you have to eat a piece, yeah, then you're God. an oh. accessory to the crime. <laughs> You know yeah. what? I get riddled with guilt. You know this yeah. is going to keep yeah. me up at night. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I'm going to be able to sleep for weeks. Good. Sells new special pizza, pepperoni and guilt. <laughs> out now. Oh, 0800 The Edge has been allowed to have a guilty piece of pizza. Jay, can we eat this gift pizza? You should just eat it all. Eat it all? You, you don't think yeah. there's going to be any consequences? Well, whether you eat one piece or the whole thing, there's probably still going to be a consequence, so who cares? That's he's, he's said, good at the time. Yeah, he's di you've di they've dipped their toe in already. You know, how much worse can it get? There's already exactly. some missing. But at the moment, I'm not part of those. I'm not, I haven't had a piece. I'm, at well, the moment, you should have one too. I want to distance myself <laughs> potentially from a God, workplace. You have like to back the boys no matter what. <laughs> back the boys, even though it's an office full of females. Back the boys, uh, Ben. Okay, okay exactly. wait. You don't yeah. back the boys enough, Come buddy. Come on, the All Blacks. There we go. Uh, <laughs> hey, thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. All right, thank you. This is something. Who stole the cookie from the cookie jar? <laughs> Caleb is with us on 0800 The Edge. The <laughs> Memorial Pizza. Is it edible? Is it fair game? Um, not only will he be stealing from Sharon, but also from the baby. And I want him to feel guilty, so eat the pizza. Oh, yeah, you good. You feel guilty. You're taking pizza out of a baby's mouth. Oh, no. You don't take candy from a baby, but they didn't say anything about pizza, though, no. did they? <laughs> this is what we're going to find out. All right, so, so this far. Is pretty, I'm going to call Sifts about this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're doing a good thing taking pizza out of the baby's mouth.
Uh, Rebecca, you're on 0800 The Edge. The pizza, the memorial, the Sharon Casey 12-year pizza. You know what? I actually, from what I've seen on your boys' television program over the years, I didn't realise Ben was capable of feeling guilt. Oh my God. <laughs> he is a horrible human being, you're right. Oh, what? He is one of the lowest people I know. I've seen what he's done to you, Jono. Oh, thank you. This is Jono. This is Jono. Like, and people worry about other people, but Jono, this is, you know, he does it back to me. We kind of have that relationship. Rebecca's obviously only seen it go one way. One way traffic, is it, Rebecca? Yes. Treating me like a piece Although, of dirt. No guilt you still. Have, you've done some shockers to his house. So oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not focusing on me at the moment. <laughs> Who's the more horrible out of the pair of us, Rebecca? Uh, do you want the complete truth? Yeah. Jono. <laughs> oh, thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate the call. <laughs> when I said I wanted the complete truth, I regret saying yes to that. Thank you, Rebecca. Uh, oh, we've got a caller here. Sharon Casey's Memorial 12-Year Pizza, uh, is it edible? Fair game. Well, I don't know. It depends how much you value your friendship with this person. <laughs> Sharon Casey. I mean, if you don't think she deserves it after working for so hard for so long... Can I... Can I, I know, Sharon, this is Sharon, obviously. Sharon, I know you're celebrating 12 years today. Yeah. Um, no, but in all seriousness, congratulations on your 12 years. And, and in all seriousness, well, can we I, have a piece of pizza? <laughs> well, no, of course you can't have the pizza. I, I think it actually is you all gone. You didn't actually eat it, did you? No, I didn't actually. I was too guilty. I felt guilty even to even think about eating it, so I didn't. No. Should we, bring no in the, should we bring in the person who did eat it, though? Hey, Shaz's on the phone. You lied to me. Hey, Shaz's on the phone. <laughs> hey, Shaz. Hey, hey Bet. This is big. Hey. Happy 12 years, babe. <laughs> hey, like, Sorry, how dare you? I'm so, how dare you? I was so hungry. I haven't. How dare you, Dick? I haven't eaten because I've been so busy with Safe House, and you know, and I know oh. that you're on Dancing with the Stars at the moment, oh, wearing well, really nice dresses. And I, I, I haven't been eating because I've been having to wear tight dresses on the TV, Bex. This Tuesday is my day to really eat, and then I don't eat for the rest of the week, and now you've ruined it. You've eaten my pizza. Okay, hold up. You're telling me you were going to drive all the way in to collect your pizza. <laughs> I was going to drive in and get my pizza, Bex. How dare you? How dare you? You guys totally can eat my pizza. You you guys go nuts. Well, go nuts. I've got the blessing. As long as Jono doesn't eat it, because I don't like Jono. Is there any pizza left, Bex? No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no, you've got the blessing. I, got, I want to have guilt-free pizza. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. So at the moment, uh, there's quite a big world event happening, international uh, talks happening between North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, famous for being quite trigger-happy with his nuclear missiles, uh, and Donald Trump, the President of the United States. This is quite historic, though, a big, big historic event, the first time that the leaders have met from those two countries, I think. Many, for many decades, uh, American presidents have tried to get conversation going with North Korea. Nothing's ever happened. So it's either going to go uh, really well or really badly from this, so fingers crossed. It's the first one. It's finally happening in Singapore today. Yeah, they shook hands and they had a, and they had a chat and it all seemed to go well. He's so cute, Kim Jong-un, isn't he? He's <laughs> oh, such well. a little, he looks like a little teddy bear. I just want to cuddle. He's got like little puffy cheeks and I'm just okay. like, he's adorable. Uh, yeah. He is adorable looking. <laughs> oh, okay. And he's got a badass fade, eh? Good haircut. <laughs> yeah. Good haircut. Like he, I go to, like, my, my guy cuts my hair every three weeks, but he must, you know, like yeah. maintain He's running that. a tight fade. Yeah, maintain that. Like, you should go to the barber and go, give me a Kim Jong. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, thanks. <laughs> but anyway, so security around this whole thing is crazy in Singapore. But Kim Jong-un, he literally came with seven planes. One plane was just full of stuff for him. So, like, 
his personal food he likes, uh, all his fun things he likes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a plane of stuff. It was like the biggest, most expensive suitcase. <laughs> Better carry on ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking on a holiday. Yeah. So it's just one plane of all his stuff. Now, he's very paranoid about being, you know, attacked. Well, I guess all the world leaders, but particularly controversial ones, that yeah. would be, right? So he even flies on this plane that took his own stuff. He takes his own toilet everywhere. Uh, and the reason being, he doesn't want to uh, drop a stool in your stock standard toilet because the stool then goes into the sewage system. And he is worried that uh, CIA operatives are going to be in the sewers Picking up his sh- picking up his <laughs> yeah, crap yeah, yeah, yeah. to examine it and get some intelligence. Is on that it. legit? Apparently, it's a thing. Apparently, the CIA in America mm. in the years gone by have taken stools. I don't know how they've got the stools. They've taken the stools oh. and examined them. Like, I mean, what are you going to find out about them? Whose job is that? Oh, just horrific. <laughs> Prior. <laughs> Right. No. I know you're new to the force, but you're doing this for your country. Oh, do anything, boss. Okay, go hide in a sewer and pick up Kim Jong's shit. <laughs> but I, li- I like study for years. I went to the like, training school. I know, so this is very important work. Like, if we don't get this information, if we don't find out... Find how- out? He's rich in fibre. <laughs> if we don't find out what his balance of diet is, we'll never be able to tackle it. Like, why do you want to know what's in there? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I... Yeah. That, that wow, I, I don't think anyone would have like a worse thing they could do for their job, right? Well, maybe Guy and Sam are in the edge safe house, right? Yeah, that, that would be up there right now. But how would you know it was his? Oh, yeah, well, they, is it like shaped like a nuclear missile? It would have to. It would have to be like intercepting it before it got to the to the main area. Like you'd have to have. But well, then, so you do a classic glad wrap across the toilet. No, seat? no, just like the pipe that comes down you'd, before it got to the main sewer. You're like, oh, there you know, we go. <laughs> catch it in the sieve. <laughs> got it. <laughs> That's the worst day of fishing ever. Oh, jeez. That is a horrible thing to have to do for a job. Oh, uh, I went under the edge is the phone number 3343 on the text. What was the worst thing you had to do for a job? Like, and, and as part of your job. If you can beat sifting out a dictator's stool from the sewage, <laughs> then you need to call us right now. Katie's on 0800 The Edge. What was it? Oh, hi. I'm a nurse, so do you want do you want anything particular? Because a lot of things I do are horrible. Go low. Go the lowest you do, you're the lowest thing you've done, Katie. Uh, probably what we do is a manual evacuation, whereas if someone is so constipated they can't poop, we have to go up into them. And what do you mean you have to go up into them? What, with your fingers? Yes. Oh, really? To get things to move? How do you get things moving? Um, it's not a matter of getting things moving. It's a matter of if things have piled up enough, you have to pull it out. Oh, God. Okay, that's you guys are doing some great work. <laughs> You're doing God's work. Yeah. Not even God would do that work. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, and that's... so you can do, can you do that yourself? No, I think you need to be a trained medical professional. But if you were a trained medical professional, is that what you mean? Yeah. So that's, that, the, that's the thing. It, it can cause um, spinal problems if done incorrectly. Oh, so I wouldn't want to go there. Okay, well, it's good. Well, we know who to call if we're constipated. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Appreciate that. That's, uh, that's impressive. Lowest thing you've had to do for your job, Nathan? Lowest thing I've had to do was when I was part of an adventure film crew. We used to climb volcanoes and stuff. But uh, I was at the bottom of the run, um, and I was tasked with emptying the human ba- uh, bucket. Um, oh, not the human bucket. Well, I know what you mean. Oh, gosh. You know, Ben makes me do that for him. 
I'm the, I'm the bucket emptier, aren't I? <laughs> you are the bucket I haven't upgraded since then. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, it's become habit now. It's just a little thing we do. It's time for your 5.30 very shortly, <laughs> oh, by the way, you, too. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Nathan. Appreciate that. Dan's in the studio. Producer Dan, uh, mm. worst thing you've had to do for your job? I've had quite a few bad jobs. I used to work at a petrol station. That wasn't very easy with a bank. And I used to um, work, with the, like, work with this vulgar bald man. Uh, horrible, horrible individual. In fact, I still work with him these days. <laughs> and, um, oh, my goodness. What a horrible person to work with. Just, uh, his name's Jono. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I, I, I was getting what you were saying. I, think we gathered I was that. just choosing not to engage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but, oh, man, what a... Is that, is that, no, no, stop you there. It's an is ordeal. That all, is that all you came in to do? Was that just yeah. an unnecessary attack? Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. He gets quite grumpy, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, he's really grumpy. Especially when you don't. You think, uh, he thinks you've got a good out to this little bit you're doing on yeah. radio, and really it turns to be a bit on him. Did I mention he was bald? <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> Jono, Ben, and Sharon, The Edge.